Okay, well, this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's, it's like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in. Sit on my face. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have daddy issues. <laughs> but we have mommy issues. I am a unique man. And I deserve nothing but the best. Welcome to Men and Women by Men Who Don't Know Women. I'm Adam. And I'm John. And if you haven't listened before, we're just a couple of guys, guys, talking about how to be a man's man. Yeah, and in this episode, it is uh, an interview with our friend Katie that you've heard on the podcast before, and also uh, a new guest that came in, uh, a very good friend of ours. We fell in love with him the moment he came into our life, Um, I'm I'm missing him to this day. Uh, His name is uh, Rich, and wow, yeah, after that introduction, I almost messed up his name. I'm sorry, Rich. Still thinking about you. I just, it, it just him on him on my mind is making me. Uh, it, I'm I'm just blanking. You yeah. It's like if he was here right in front of me, I'd be. Just, I'm fanboying. I'm yeah, fanboying out. Right but now. I totally get it. Rich is nothing but a beautiful person. Uh, he is uh, Katie's ex boyfriend, who they are no longer together, but uh, they still have threesomes with uh, his new girlfriend. And um, just going right, yeah, right off the bat. Oh. You know, you don't have to get dirty right off the bat. You know, we can just keep talking about. Like, I'm sure he's got like some like good degrees. Uh, he's, you know, well he does. But this is, uh, you know, this is a, this is a show about fucking. So we're gonna talk about fucking. Yeah, man's man. Yeah. Um. And basically, uh, he also is part of the group of people that um she has frequent sex parties with so they talk about the first time that he went to a sex party they talk about how uh their relationship began uh this is part one of a two-part episode with them uh this is this was a awesome conversation if you uh don't like it or you do like it please let us know at don't know women at gmail.com on twitter at don't know women on itunes uh look us up please review subscribe uh, leave a rating. That'd be very helpful. Enjoy the show. I mean, it's not shocking, but it's, I think, something you don't really think about when you think about, you know, people who want to go to sex parties and everything is there's, you know, sex positive, but then they also, that tends to intersect a lot with kind of um, activisty, very, you know, LGBT right. Body acceptance, sexual identity acceptance, gender identity like acceptance. Super all acceptance. God, I never, I, I never put the correlate. Of course, those two yeah. would go hand in hand. So, so it's like uh, when you go to sex parties, like that's the space where you can ex, you you feel safe to explore that. Yeah, or express. I think that? I, that's a, yeah, it's a good way to more go, than to like put other it. situations. Yeah, well, I think yeah. well the the specific kind of you know, group that um, we tend to interact with most almost started as. Uh, response to uh, sort of more traditional like swinger culture okay where it's you know uh, married couples or, or you know usually and you know, people who've you know been together as you know hetero couple um, you know mostly monogamous for a while and then wanting to play with another couple and that's sort of the more like you know established you know key parties and swingers and stuff like that that everybody's heard of but it tends to be really um, heteronormative is a good vocab word for everybody <laughs> and that it's like okay you have to be a pair. It is a man married to a woman. You know, girls can be kind of bi. Guys, no, you're just playing with girls. 
And I think a lot of um, people kind of who were sex positive and wanted to have, you know, group sex and stuff like that felt like that was still kind of constraining because you're kind of avoiding anybody who would identify as gay, especially any, you know, gay or bi males um, or, you know, group play. I think is a lot less common there. And, you know, it's not necessarily open to, you know, kinks and that kind of stuff. And, And so, yeah. That's, it's, I would agree with that. It's so it's so it, that's it's such a weird thing. Like to me, it's like it's like so silly on like how like free and open. Like this is like this is the most like it, it, when you guys are doing that, it's people at their most vulnerable. Yeah, and then it's just like also it has the same problems that have every every other group has like even like the ymca men's basketball <laughs> leagues like well these people you know <laughs> it's just such a it's, yeah yeah. Well, I think it's one of the things where sometimes um, it's so trying so hard to be so accepting that it really very strictly polices anything that might come across as non accepting. Yeah. So if like, you it, like ignorant, it's almost like it's it uh, doesn't leave room for ignorance. Yeah, because if, that comes off as come in, you know come in and like you know everybody's individual. Everybody has their own beliefs. As long as your beliefs don't step on anybody else's beliefs. As long as like right. you, you you know you don't. You can do whatever you want as long as what you do is in no way hurting or defaming or whatever or insulting anyone else in the group. You think that's because like it's like a such like a group police culture that like you kind of have to like stick to like some certain it's like such a unity thing. You know what I mean? You think yeah, I think it just it the group as a whole tries really hard to be like, you know, I, I know that the term's gotten kind of co-opted at this point, but like a safe space for people who don't necessarily like have that all the time. And you know, especially you know, somebody's like, you know, real um you know, fringy people like, you know, OK, if you're someone who, you know, is, you know, a non-binary gender identity, meaning you don't you, you feel like you aren't necessarily like male or female and you're polyamorous or whatever. Like there aren't a lot of groups for people like that yeah, most of the that's time. A niche market. And that's a really niche market. And so it's like I think people try to be like accommodating of that. And that, you know, is not the easiest thing to do. So. And, yeah, and also, that's really hard. I think a lot of times um, in like earlier in life, probably like people who don't fit into, yeah, like the binary gender structure. Yeah. Uh, when they go to express that, they're shamed in some way. Exactly. Or there's something that like, and, and then that makes you, um, for lack of a better word, like a little like, hypersensitive a little yes. bit to those things. And, and for, for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm just, yeah. That's... Well, I think, you know, it's, 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 you know, I mean, I'm like the worst person to like, you know, really like, you know, speak to this cause as a uh, straight male, uh, white straight, male. straight, straight white male. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I don't, you know, have a ton of personal experience, but I guess, you know, from my perspective, you know, kind of seeing, you know, groups interact with this, it's, we get enough, we put up with enough shit all of the rest of the time. And this is supposed to be like the place where like, we don't have to, and we can just kind of like, you know, be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, that's um, where sometimes, you know, conflicts arise is, you know, people say in a lot of places I'm, you know, the minority or I don't fit in or whatever. And this is the one place where I feel like, you know, safe and can fit in. And so if people start, you know, kind of stepping on my toes or make me feel excluded, like that's crappy and I don't want to put it's, up with that here. It's everybody. It's everybody cares about their own problems like the most too. Right. And with yeah, 150 it's like, it's people, problems. it's just like, right. like, this is my thing I enjoy. Yeah. And right. like, you're, you're impeding on my thing. It's like, well, I'm doing my thing that I enjoy. Yeah. You're right. impeding on my thing. And it's just like, it's, yeah, sometimes they're it's just trying to deal conflicts. with conflicts. Yeah. It's, you, it's like political. Have you seen like somebody come in that was maybe new, like relatively new to the group and like, didn't really understand that. Like, have you seen yeah. anybody kind of like step over the boundaries and then are they like not invited back or are they kind of just somebody kind of like correct them and I mean, it's usually, you know anybody who's new is you it's kind of on like a referral basis and so the idea right. is that 
you know someone who's already kind of in this the the scene and the culture and so they like explain it to you ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. The yeah, their responsibility is to explain the group to you. There's like a master document where that you are required to read before you going to any events and that sort of explains the culture uh, the and Freemasons. the rules and <laughs> not quite like know. the Freemasons. <laughs> um, Did you two meet like through these groups or no, was uh no. did so, so how, we so yeah, we went yeah. to college together. Yeah, let's, um, yeah. Let's let's like to get to our, like our backstory a little bit. Why don't we? <laughs> so we went to college together, and we um, were both in theater. And he, uh, yeah. I mean, we we, yeah. were, oh, we we were playing a scene together. Yeah, it was a it was an like a, a play with kind of like an ensemble cast with a bunch of vignettes. Um, what's the name of the play, right? The play is called. Um, yeah. Okay. It was a uh, almost Maine. Almost Maine. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, we were both cast, and I was a sophomore. You were a senior. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we had a scene together, and so like that's how we met. Was, Interesting was tidbit that. was that at the time he was dating somebody else who was also in this in the show with him I was. with us. Um, and yeah, somewhere in the middle of the the production of the show, they split. Mm-hmm. And had quite a uh, like a. It a wasn't pretty dramatic. It was yeah. It wasn't dramatic. Great. The, uh, ugly, ugly breakup kind of. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. It was it was like it was a uh, tumultuous relationship. Like okay. it was it when it was good, it was great. But when it was bad, it was really bad. Yeah. And so it's kind of one of those things. And, the um, up and down, and then it comes crashing down it was up for and, the final yeah. end. It yeah. was up and down. Those and are they, the most fun, though, when they're up. And they're just like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, we're down again. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the, basically, so this is whatever, like, spring semester. And so I think we wound up, yeah, we broke up in March. But for, like, January and February, it's like, oh, we're kind of fighting a lot. Things aren't going that well. This is kind of, like... And this is during while well, you guys are doing the play, so you guys yeah. are still performing well, so, the play. And so the and the other real ironic part of it is that okay, so I'm in you know these two vignettes in the play, and it's all about you know it's a cute rom com kind of play, and it's you know lo- you know couples falling in love and people meeting and all this kind of you know. And, and you two are playing apart from each other, like you're you're falling in love with her in the play. I um so there's I'm in two scenes um, with my ex girlfriend. The kind of uh, gist of it was. She and I were snowmobiling buddies because, you know, it takes place in Maine. Um, <laughs> and I finally, you know, come out to her that I've been in love with her the whole time. And then we wound up, like, ripping off all of our clothes and making out is basically how, like, the scene ends. So that's the scene I was it's doing with my ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. And then the... <laughs> and so at first I was kind of like, oh, oh this Jesus. is perfect. Oh, he needs to, like, make out. Yeah, whatever. We're dating. We'll be, we'll be like, great. Just, you don't have to worry about chemistry or anything. We're together. And then, like, suddenly around, like, March for show going up in April, that got really awkward. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. That was tough. And then, of course, the scene that we were playing together yeah. was... Um, I he, you were on a canoe and then you were out there and then you guys just ripped your clothes off and make up. <laughs> no, it was actually quite the opposite. Yeah, he, you know, um, we had met after uh, a couple of years of not seeing each other yeah, in a in bar the, or in something. The, in the in the scene, we were playing exes who hadn't seen each other in a while, and like she happened to like walk into a bar that I was already hanging out at. Right, and um, he expressed his love to me and um, showed me. A, his tattoo of my name. No, no, it was of. Um, it, no, it was. It was supposed to be the, in the show. It, I the already ta- forgot. 
The tattoo was supposed to be the word villain, but my character had misspelled it, so it said villain. <laughs> and so that's kind of like a, a joke that like I was so mad at myself for driving her away and us breaking up that I got a big tattoo on my arm and then was dumb and misspelled it. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, by oh, the way, charming. I'm getting married to somebody else tomorrow. I was like, so, I, was, wah, I haven't wah. seen you in forever. You're back in town. Oh, my God. Let's hang out. Let's get coffee. Maybe we could go on a date or something. And she's like, oh, I'm here for my bachelorette party. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and it's it was a very depressing scene. Yeah, it was tough. Um, oh, well, then the, the little, but, like, one uptick at the end there is that, like, the waitress comes in and, like, her name is Villian or something like yeah, that. Yeah, her name was Villian. And so then I was kind of like... You know, she leaves, and I'm, my character was all sad. And then I was like, I don't know, like asked Villian if she wanted to hang out after sh- her shift ended. Right. Or you like look over to your I tattoo like, and get the yeah. idea. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh exactly. My God, yeah. It's exactly. That. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. You, you use the tattoo pickup line twice in the one day. It's fifty percent percent chance. Look, I already have your name tattooed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. Uh, so you guys started. So did you guys start? Seeing so, each other? During no, that so time? I I remember walking in the first day of rehearsal and being like, "Oh, thank God, this guy has a girlfriend," and um, so there's going to be no weird like chemistry. That's between. never happened in the history of girlfriends and boyfriends. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God they have a boyfriend. Oh, thank <laughs> God they have a girlfriend. There's not going to be any sexual chemistry between us. Like, fuck well, <laughs> that's what everybody tells themselves. Yeah. Think for oh, phrases you don't hear very often. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, and then um, he broke up with his ex-girlfriend, and um, and then one day it was like tech rehearsal, I think, and you commented on my shoes, and I was like, oh. Oh my god, he noticed my shoes. <laughs> I don't know, she had cute shoes. Um, it's true. You're, and, you're still um, wearing uh, ridiculous shoes now. I imagine I, they were like they were eye-catching I, shoes. I believe those, those are the those are the bright red high heels. So no, they no, were they not. Weren't. They were uh, dark brown knee-high Jimmy shoes. Boots, there, there stilettos. We go. The other the other nice shoes, yeah. <laughs> yes. No idea what those um, are. They uh, don't, don't they, explain it. They're like six hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, they're, they were nice boots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, she and makes they, good investments. Actually, I bought them for forty dollars. <laughs> for forty dollars. Anyway. Um, also thrifty. Mm. <laughs> well, hello. Well, thank God she has a girlfriend. <laughs> so, so you were like, Otherwise. so you were like, hey, uh, uh, so I know that you really like my shoes, and I've uh, been going to these sex parties lately. No, you know, I was no. not going. There's, there's, no. no, this is this is there's like a good couple months in between. I think. So yeah. well, okay, so um, he noticed my shoes, and then at the cast party, which was, I guess was a couple weeks later, we hooked up. Yeah. Um. And I remember, like, laying in the bed with you the morning after and being like, so I went to my first sex party a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Or th- and I, you were I, like, I, what the fuck? Yeah, was it there or was it, like, over, like, because we got breakfast, I think. And we got, it was, it was pretty soon. You told me about that, like, pretty early on. Yeah. Because that, that's the thing within, like, the, the group that we're a part of now. I mean, this is five going on six years ago more maybe a little more than that um and so that was like right at kind of like the inception like of this group in the first place yeah i was part of the first 10 members of the group at all yeah like it was yeah it was barely formed one of the inaugural members pretty pretty much yeah Yeah, you're a founding member i'm not a founding member i work in association management (laughs) now uh (laughs) Um, i want to manage the the sex parties 
And so, yeah, it was it, like when you brought it up, it was less of like, I'm part of like this, you know, organized group and more of like, hey, I went to this crazy party recently and there's going to be others like, what do you think? Like, is that like how, how crazy does that sound? No, Well, no, I don't think I was like, what do you think? Because I was like, I don't I never want to go back because it was really stressful for me. Oh, right. Wait. So, yeah. yeah OK, I'm, I'm getting all mixed up here. Yeah. And so when you first mentioned it, you were like, that was nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I was just like, that's crazy. Look, like, listen to this crazy thing that I did. Uh, and then we didn't. Were you really, really just throwing out a feeler, though? Like, were you? Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you? Was there a motive to bring that up, or were you just? It was just conversation. I mean, it was like if you went to a sex party, wouldn't you tell people? You're probably not so the person exciting. I was sleeping with. Well, though. Yeah, I, I would tell like a buddy. Person, I mean, it just. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, clearly, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't tell the person who commented on my shoes six months before, <laughs> and I've been fluttering since. You know, I might be like, I'll hold off the on shoe, telling the shoe about comment the sex was party. the shoe comment was like Tech Week. We we like it was like made, a week ago. We made oh, a we okay. made up the cast party. She stayed over my place, and then this like was maybe supposed to just be yeah. a hookup. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, for context, I guess at the time, so I was a sophomore, she was a senior. So you were graduating, and you had studied abroad in Belgium, Belgium. and uh, you your plan after graduation was, oh, okay, I'm moving back to Belgium after graduation. Yeah. And I was single and re- and realized that, like, you know, outside of school, we lived, you know, like, less than a half hour away from each other. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you're leaving in a couple of months, but, like, you're cool. I like hanging out with you, and I, you know, I like hooking up with you. Like, why don't we just kind of, like, ride this out? Okay, fine. Like, it might not, you know, last forever, but... Four or five months, you know, I don't know, we'll hang out, we'll sleep mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah we'll screw sleep. it. Yeah, yeah, why not? Have fun with it. So, do you so remember, that happens. And then, do you remember the second time we slept together? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to remember if this was the, if that was the first time or second time. Uh, keep, I think it was going. the second I'll, time. I'll, I'll, I'll let yeah. You tell so, it. um, we're sleeping together, and he was wearing a condom, and for whatever reason, the condom breaks, and. I'm, I don't know, like... Well, we didn't realize until we were done. That was, that, that was part right, of it, too. That's yeah. right, yeah. We didn't realize until we were done, and then all of a sudden I'm like... No, you say, Oh, I remember. I'm... So... <laughs> we, so we we were doing it doggy style, and so I couldn't see your face. And, um... And this you... so romantic. You pull out, <laughs> and... Oh isn't a dorm, too, to really is, get the... Get the oh, you get yeah. the yeah. yeah. And you were like... I hope this is oh, a speech shit. at a wedding someday. <laughs> <laughs> And you go, oh shit! And I go, what the fuck? <laughs> and you go, the condom broke. And I'm like, fuck! I have no idea what to do. This is the first time it's ever happened to me. And my mother, who comes from Soviet Russia, actually, incidentally, like a couple of weeks prior to this, had told me if you if the condom ever breaks, put lemon juice up your vagina to kill the sperm. It's true. True. That's what the doctors tell you. Um, true. Not it's true. A true procedure. Oh, not yeah. true. So um, did you do it? So I, Public service announcement. So not I true. Turned and I was like, I need lemon juice right well, now. Well, I think we were. I think we were both like standing there, like just both, both just both young and dumb, and just like fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? And you're just oh, like, also, okay, okay. Four o'clock I, in the morning. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like after a party is super late in the morning. Um, and you're like, okay. I'm pretty sure my mom told me that you could like squeeze a bunch of lemon juice into your vagina and I'll be okay. <laughs> And I just like remember looking at her like, no, we're not doing that. That's not our plan A. You want to know? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's not plan A. Well, then, then this plan B. So yeah, I guess so, that is plan oh, A. I didn't even I didn't even mean to do that. Yes. Plan A is, but that's why plan B has this is the name. Yeah, it's right. originally you're supposed to plan A is lemon juice. 
And if the lemon juice doesn't <laughs> then work, the lemon juice then you, doesn't get work, you go and get the plan B. Yeah. Lemon juice is cheaper, not always effective. So, um, <laughs> I bet it works though. Like the the acidity to like kill sperm. Like I bet it fucking does a number. I bet it doesn't like work a hundred percent. PSA, it probably doesn't work. It, I mean, yeah. Like vinegar I, or something. I wasn't. Like, I wasn't gonna try it. Let's not, just put I mean, it that like, way. I, I, it doesn't work. PSA, don't don't. Try to fucking don't have a bunch of babies yeah, with lemon juice and yeah. Well, well sper- so, um, sperm is also swimming around in a really like basic liquid that is supposed to like uh, counteract the acidity of like any urine left in the urethra or wow. the acidity of the vagina, so then the sperm can live. Anyway, sorry, I keep going. Science. All right. So um, we get in the car, and it's fucking silent. <laughs> yeah. Neither of us are talking to each other, and I. So we, we walk into the Walgreens. I think it was a CVS. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Walgreens, but I'm pretty it sure it was a writing. Agree, right. agree to disagree. Yeah. Maybe Dwayne. This is, this I think, is actually, a... I think it was a CVS because I remember exactly which one we went to. Anyways, it's a CVS now. So you so went to a pharmacy. Okay. We went to Keep a pharmacy. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Walk in and like we're looking for plan B in the aisles. And he goes down the baby needs aisle, which is like formula and diapers. Yeah, and totally shit. unintentionally, just like walking <laughs> yeah. around, just like said, baby needs. <laughs> You're and just, just uncomfortable, like, like, what the fuck am could, I doing could've, here? Could have walked through the shampoo aisle. The exact opposite. <laughs> could have walked through the SC on TV so, aisle. No, well, accidentally walked through I the formula at him and diapers. Through the, through the store, going, I don't need baby needs. What the fuck? And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> He forgot what plan B was. He was like, plan B is we have the baby. Might as well stock up on diapers now. I gotta say. Lemon juice didn't work. Oh, shit. So, um, he was very, uh, courteous and he bought me plan B. And, um. Like a gentleman. Like a gentleman. Thank you. And, um, we went back to his place. I took the plan B and, um. You should have sent the receipt to the plan B (laughs) back to the condom company. And then, like, fucking reimburse me. (laughs) Reimburse me for that and the amount of lemons I just wasted. Just <laughs> um, so you get back to your and uh, I actually after that was like this, this guy's a keeper. I was like, well, yeah. No, I mean I, it was I really uh, I appreciated the way that he the way that uh, I handled myself. Yeah, and he was he was totally there for me. And well, he, th- that's also like those are those <sighs> moments that it's like that's a testing moment. It's not like yeah. you, obviously it's like you didn't. That's not like a, a you know yeah. you, you find yourself in those it. moments and then the way yeah so yeah you, that's what one, you think he didn't plan it. <laughs> he knew this would be. He had it all. He had just enough money for Plan B. Conspiracies coming out. It was like fifty six thirty fives. Like he, he knew the exact cost of the plan. Oh, here you go. So that that had never. That was the first time that had. Has you ever had before that had to buy Plan B for no. or been in a situation? Okay, not before. Since unfortunately, yeah, but, right, yeah. um, isn't it scary? Yeah, it's like, terrifying. And then you get like the like, like does it work? Because it always happens work? with people you don't know very well. Always. Or wait, I, oh no, well, wait, yeah, sorry. I, I probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did actually, no way, I forgot. I, um, one of the <laughs> that one time, no, it was, it was actually, it was, a, I got kind of mixed up in timing a little bit. A few months before that, actually, uh, me and uh, ex girlfriend did have a, a uh, plan B scare, so yeah, my mistake that actually had happened before. So, so there was a little bit of god damn it, how is this happening again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you were but you were a little more. Prepared. We were prepared. You were prepared to handle it well. At least yeah. you knew that lemon juice was not an option. I knew. Uh, yeah, I, I you know. <laughs> yeah, I, knew the drill. I freaked, man. Well, <laughs> fucking lemon juice. That's beautiful. I just like I. I remember being so fucking terrified. I remember looking at you and saying like, I I don't know what to do right now. 
and uh it's, so, it's, it's yeah. kind of funny I've, I've only i've only started recently like any of the point where i look back and stuff i'm like man i was like young and dumb yeah. like I, i'm you know this is what it's sort of like six years ago now and i'm like finally getting to the point where i was like wow yeah like i was fucking terrified i was super scared about that like happening and just kind of you know knew what to do but didn't know what to yeah. do and it was just like i had oh no it's oh. amazing that we don't learn lessons though like, like yeah. you were that scared and like, have you had, like, is that the first time you, no, I used plan B sense. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, Slightly different context. Slightly yeah. different context. Well, yeah. okay. So what, what, what did that, um, have you like, did, did that like teach you anything in particular that you've used in your sex life or, uh, relationships like now? Uh, or is it just kind of like, well, I've been through that. Like, I don't uh, want to fucking do no, that I again. think, yeah, I mean, uh. And it's taught me to use lube. <laughs> well, the condom broke because I yeah was fr- really dry. friction yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know just little things like That's that good, yeah. and then yeah I guess just you know occasionally kind of stopping to check and be like okay condom's still good all right cool mm-hmm. um yeah I mean you know little I have that anxiety no, every time yeah I come inside in a condom I'm like it's fucking gonna be broken it's gonna be broken <laughs> it's gonna be fucking broken yeah <laughs> it's terrifying yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's still just yeah it's like, just still yeah. that little bit of like I'm pretty sure that's still there okay yeah um also well you you mentioned how that um crazy experience kind of you know made you think like oh all right this guy's pretty cool i also remember you saying um something that meant a lot to you was i think it was the first time that you stayed over at my place um so this was like the 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 cast party night or whatever so we like you know made it at the cast party went back to my room fooled around and it's you know whatever 3 30 in the morning at this point and then um i was kind of like hey do you want like some sweatpants or something she's like what do you mean like i don't know like i kind of figured you were like staying the night do you want like some pajamas or whatever (laughs) And she was like, uh, yeah, I guess. And then she, you just kind of like opened up later that like that just seemed super nice that I wasn't just like, OK, cool. You got a car, right? You can get your, you can it get yourself home. It was the first home. time that somebody had invited me to stay over after I slept with them. Yeah. And I was just kind yeah. of like, I don't know. I just sort of naturally assumed like, all right, it's it's super late. Like we're both I think we both like kind of like fooled around. It had been kind of like cuddling and like kind of were really tired. And I was like, OK, yeah, whatever. Like, just stay over. And then the fact that it was like, hey, yeah, you want some sweatpants? Yeah. It was like, okay. But you think about like the amount, like you were saying, it's like nobody had ever done that before. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah. actually like, that's, that's a huge, that's, that's a huge, yeah. she was like, oh, you want some sweatpants? I got a bunch of pairs yeah. in my fucking drawer. Yeah. 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 I was but trying to be nice. But that's a really nice, that is honestly a really nice gesture. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, and the thing is, but, but the great part about it is like, it takes you, no, it's no effort to say, no, hey, you want some sweatpants? Low. I got a, yeah, I got a bunch of sweatpants. All you gotta do is go over there and get them. Like, that's it. But it's a beautiful gesture. It takes you no effort to do it. And yeah. why don't people do that? I don't know. Yeah. Usually people are just kicked her out with jeans and having to buy the plan B. <laughs> this is like, he bought the plan B and gave me sweatpants. <laughs> He's the keeper. He's the one. Yeah. No, but that, 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 that's, a, that's a beautiful moment. Okay. It yeah. is. So, so, yeah, yeah. so that, that's that's a great way to like start like the foundation relationship. And then, yeah. and then how long were you guys together? Uh, well, so the, I mean, the plan was that we were going to kind of date. Yeah, because she was going to go until, to Belgium. Yep. So she left so for Belgium. Happened? She left for Belgium, and then I was uh, studying abroad. Okay. So I so at the same like around the same time she was going to uh, leave the country and move to Belgium, <laughs> and then like whatever a couple weeks after that I was flying down to Australia where I was going to be for like five months. Yeah. So now yeah, you're worlds um, apart. And so, so and we were, so we split. This we decided that we were not going to stay together at that point. Yeah. Um, but continue to talk and continue to. Um... It would have been extra creepy if you showed up in Belgium. And we're like, yeah, I guess I'm studying in Belgium. I'm studying abroad oh in Belgium now. I just switched over. Change your plans. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you know this. Oh. But <laughs> so um, I move. So, like you said, I was moving to Belgium, and I 
was like, I was like really into you. And I remember sitting on the plane. I just boarded the plane at, at Logan. And I almost walked off the plane um, because I didn't want to leave you. We talked about this a little bit. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you saw me like in, in such specific terms, but I remember you saying that like at the beginning you thought like, yeah, this will be fun. We'll, we'll like, you know, date for a couple months. He's, he's kind of cute. We've have, we have fun together. And then by the end of it, like when you actually like had to leave, yeah. it was really hard it for was you. Really, yeah, it was yeah. really hard. And, that, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, ultimately I'm glad that I, that I went to Belgium and I didn't, but I, yeah, I almost walked off that plane. Yeah. And I think one of the one of the reasons I didn't was because the person there was somebody sitting next to me like it like wasn't. <laughs> it's just like you have a huge you have a big fat guy next to you like yeah, yeah it'd be a lot of effort like, to get to get yeah. past this guy. I just like uh, didn't I have him, the but, energy. Yeah. I don't know. I could. I was so nervous about about well because I was to be fair I was moving like with a one way ticket to Belgium without a job without any like I had no friends I had nothing in Belgium and so leaving something that was leaving everything behind. Yeah, was, you're ma- you're making a big really leap in, yeah. like in the first place. Yeah like and then to add on to that oh actually i just kind of met someone we're kind of dating now like yeah yeah just another level on top of it it's hard but but you're glad ultimately that you kind of made a decision to say look i'm young and i need to like explore my own life well i'm i mean i'm yeah well that's one thing so i'm glad i did it because I, i needed to go to belgium and i needed to travel and i needed to follow my my dream and my career and ultimately like we didn't work out right so um i think it's a good point in the, in, 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 in the long long run right in, in the, the long long, long, long run, run. Yeah. I mean, we after that we had dated again for like a year more than yeah. a year well, so, after yeah that. so so yeah i mean skipping ahead a little bit yeah so she you know she's in belgium i was in in australia but we still kept up all the time just like yeah. I, I guess with the time difference it sort of like worked out that we were still yeah, able it was only to, like six hours we, yeah. we were still able to like you know keep in touch pretty well i just worked out like we would both be awake at the same time. Yeah. And, um, we were both in other countries and like, especially early on, she like connects di- you through that, especially early on, just like didn't know anybody. And like, we had already, we, we spent the last couple of months, you know, spending a lot of time together and hanging out. And it's like, okay, I'm suddenly somewhere where like, I'm trying to meet new people. And there's a lot of nights where it's like, all right, well, I'm back at the apartment. There's nothing to do. Uh, fuck it. They're online. Yeah. Let's Skype. Okay. Yeah, and so we still like stayed pretty connected while we were both on complete opposite sides of the. Like, do you uh, guys? Do you guys have any like uh any like like Skype sessions? We things things get ever, ever get hot and heavy with like you at six in the morning and her <laughs> at six at night. We, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> we. I don't think we did that while we were in Belgium and Australia. We yeah. did that like once or twice, but I think it was like. I forget. Like I forget. Oh, I was in I've California. Never, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I've never done it. And like I've been in like a relationship with like uh like I've been living in Boston, and uh, my girlfriend was in Maine, and I've never had like like she's like done things on there, but I could never like do that. Like just like I find it myself. awkward. Yeah, like, I find it really really awkward. It just seemed like my dick in the right corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, what I, the fuck? I, I had tried that one time with an ex girlfriend. She was just like totally not into it. And, like her being not into it was like you're just do, you're like suffering through this. For, like you're just suffering. Through yeah, this. Yeah, it's just like, nothing, it's, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's shitty. It's There's not nothing good. more than a disappointed person on the other side. Like it, uh, right. Yeah. So, somebody's getting like the short the end of the stick there. It's it's not easy. Right. Anyway. So you guys. So after you got back together, after you both moved back to the states. No, hold on. Okay. I, I, I'm skipping ahead here. So this is sort of going on a, on a serious topic. Um, and I and I talked about this in a previous uh, podcast. But so when I was in Belgium, um, 
I had gone through um, a pretty serious, uh, like, a sexual assault, and I talked to you about it, and yeah. um, I, I just, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts about it now that it's been several years since that happened, and like, what, what was that like for you to hear that coming from me? That was really overwhelming. I felt terrible. I felt because I think that was. Um, I felt so powerless. Mm. I think like, you know, we were already, you know, so far apart and there's already, you know, kind of just odd ramifications of that, that mm. like, this is someone I like and we're broken up, but we're still talking together all the time. And that's you know, kind of on one level, but then suddenly to find out something so horrible had happened to you, like it kind of, you know, reemphasized like, Oh God, I really wish I was there with her. Mm. Cause like, you know, before that it had been like i wish i was there with her because we have fun together and it's nice and now it's like something terrible happened to her and i really wish i could be there to like do something about it or comfort her mm. and this is like gotta be such a traumatic horrible thing to go through and i'm so far away and there's so little suddenly i feel like i can mm. do and it felt so powerless to help and really wanted to mm. and yeah that I, I was pretty distraught about that for a little yeah. while what, yeah what now because you you haven't explained it, and I understand if you're not comfortable no, explaining. Right. Would you would you be comfortable talking broad strokes of what happened? Because like I think I think this is a pivotal moment because like you're far away. Like, that's this this all this whole story again. Like I, I think I mentioned earlier, it, it sounds like a romantic, like it's 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 a romantic story. Like, like you guys both see each other, then you're both separated by seas and <laughs> oceans, and you're talking, and then she's now in peril, and you're at home, and you're festering. I gotta get. I gotta get back and save her. Like it, it's that sounds. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds very very telepathic. But would would you be comfortable yeah. talking about what happened to you in Peloton? So um, I was living um, at, sort of uh, in this apartment with. Well, it was a house with nine other people who were about my age. Um, and one night, this one of the my roommates, I guess housemates, um, and I had hit it off. And at at a certain point, I decided that I um well so so we were hooking up and then it it got pretty violent in it, like, start, it started consensual and very, and became very non right yeah right, right exactly that's very, very true yeah so I I going into it I wanted to be there and then at a certain point I decided that I wasn't into it um and then when I tried to assert that um he physically restrained me and um gives me the heebie-jeebies yeah he said that is like yeah um and the short story is that um like i i left the room crying and bruised and bleeding and um just really emotionally scarred um and and far away from home i I think the worst part about it was that i i still lived in the same house with him like i couldn't escape him oh Um, Okay. Yeah. I meant miss being a part of that. That's um, yeah. So and he yeah he lived down the hall from me. And so yeah, there's no um, where you can go. That's a that's that's a really scary. That's yeah, a scary thing. It was and um just having again being so. Did you have any family out there at all? No, I you, literally you just went out there and you studied abroad and you had these friends and these kind of you know these was yeah. The, these were not my friends. Uh, um. So the, the reason I was living. So I had originally moved there. Um. I was staying with. Uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine um, and then he kicked me out because 
his new girlfriend didn't like the fact that I was living there. And so I was like homeless for a while. And then I moved in with my coworker and was sleeping in the same bed with my coworker. Um, because I knew nobody there. And, um, then the first weekend that I was living in this place was when this whole thing happened. Um, how much time did you have left planned to stay, uh, there? Well, she got a one way ticket. So like, well, no, at that point I 80, 85, 90 years. Right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I had already bought an, um, a return ticket uh, okay. because legally I was not able to stay there for more than three months yeah, as, as um, without your, a visa. The, yeah. And so I had, I was one month in, so I had two months. Fun fact, you can go to Croatia and like, you know. Thank you. That's really. You can go there and you go back. You go to Croatia and then That's you go back. That's really helpful like, advice. <laughs> um, you can make it happen. So, yeah. So, and, and like, I was... At the time, I was working super high profile. Like I was, I was having meetings with ambassadors and like country, like the Bulgarian prime minister, you know, mm. people like that. So I um, had quite a high profile job, and um, yeah, not having any support. And and I went to a therapist there, and she was by far the worst therapist oh, I have fuck. ever uh, met. Yeah, it was that's like fucking, that's so fucking hard. that's so actually, fucking hard. Um, Stupid Dominican. um i had there there's like a a a rape crisis hotline that you can like chat with online uh and this this may be like the worst thing yet uh which is that i like told them the story and the person i assume it was a person on the other end was like Stop lying. What, what? the fuck? Yeah. Really? She was, yeah. She Get the was like, fuck she was what? Like, Holy crap. She's like, don't, don't talk. Like, you don't come back to this hotline. Yeah. I was like, oh my terrible. God. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. So, so in all fairness, you shouldn't have been lying. <laughs> that was very rude of you. Shut the fuck up. These people spend, they, they do a good job. And you really, you. <laughs> no, I've, oh like, I've God. never heard That's this happen so before. So, so were those the first avenues that, um, for, for support, whatever, uh, you reached out to? Yeah, I also, well, that night I also emailed a really good friend of mine who happened to be awake at the time. So it was, it was early enough, um, it, sorry, it was late enough in Belgium that it was early enough in the States yeah. that he was waking up right. to go to work. Um, and so I, I spent some time emailing with him, was but it, again, like there's nothing he could do. Was that hard to, to re- was that like, was that, I'm sure that was difficult, but like how, like, you know what I'm saying, to, to actually reach out to people and do was it was I that mean, I was had that... to I, I I'm a talker I I need to talk things out um so for me that is my first sort of line of defense is is I, I do reach out to people um I do talk about it um and so it's it's hard because like the people that were supposed to really help me like this therapist and the rape crisis hotline were the exact people who actually were the worst for me. Um, and so how quick did you end up leaving that? I mean, that seems, did you, did you leave the house? You mean, yeah, I stayed there for the, the rest of the two months. I locked myself in you my room and I did oh, not Jesus, come out. You stayed there for two months. Wow. Yeah. I, I would have panic attacks. I don't know about daily, but pretty often just like if I had to leave my room, I like, I couldn't be out in public. Um. Yeah, I yeah I I had nobody. Right, that's, and so, that's um, overwhelming, and you're you're in a high a high stress job. It sounds like yeah. where you're dealing with it's like that's that's um, no time to kind of get 
this and then and, yeah. and you were in contact with her you know, so kind of bring yeah to, oh yeah you know, yeah she she, kept, she like, told me about pretty much all this like as it was going on and it yeah. was just and you two it, get each other for so many so many more things you're both away you're both like yeah, yeah. and so i think yeah we'd already like you know kind of been in contact and and you know kind of um connected about feeling isolated and lonely sometimes and you know trying to meet new people but that you know not being the easiest thing or whatever yeah. um and then to yeah, so I already kind of had a rough idea of the situation that she was in. And then just like hearing all that on top of it, it was just devastating. It, yeah. it, it was so bad. And I just like couldn't imagine like how awful that must have been. And I, and, and then I just felt bad that there was just nothing I could do about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not like I know anybody in Belgium. It's not like I have any way to get to Belgium. Like there's just genuinely like – I couldn't yeah, think of anything that I could do. But I, but you did. You I mean in a, in a way you were doing. Yeah. Obviously in the time that's how you feel. I'm not exactly. saying to, to, that you, obviously you feel that way. Yeah. But like you were at the like it's by amazing. trying to be supportive. Yeah. yeah I guess. I, but but just having somebody to talk to that shares your worldview. I mean obviously like, I mean even in the even in the situation of not knowing anybody, it's like it's so nice to even just be able to be connected with somebody else, even if they're on the other side of the world with you yeah. that shares your uh, your point of view. It's like it, there there is there's something to that at Absolutely. least. I mean. I'm glad I, glad I could uh, be that for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so uh, you guys get back. Yeah. From, so yeah, we're your back. Respective tri- and That's, around the about, same... about November, yep. we, we were both back in the U.S. November 11th. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only reason I know that is because I could not wait to get the fuck back into right. the yeah, United of course. States. Yeah. I was packed three weeks before I was supposed oh. to leave. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so I came back to the states. Yeah, and he actually came back like a week later. I think. How did? How think did? So. You, sorry. How did you feel? Like, how did that feel coming back? Was that? Oh like, my god! I like. Was it was like entering like going through customs just like the, the greatest? Was it like I, the greatest customs interview I mean, of your you, life? Like the moment I left that house for for the last time was was huge. Yeah, and just I did you like turn around and chuck airport. a rock through the window? No, because yeah. everybody. That's the thing. Everybody else in the house is great. Fist. Everybody, right. you know. um yeah, and that was the other thing is like I couldn't really talk to anybody else in the house because like you didn't there's, I didn't want to get there's, 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 there's well especially politics. if you already reached out to other people there and they've reacted that way right. so you don't yeah. want to react to people that you have to live with and if and you don't and have it's to say like, that and I, have them I had react that way to like, go. yeah you don't want to burden right, the people right. that you live with you don't want to put yourself there, yeah. there's a right. whole political landscape of living with people yeah. especially if you're only a temporary person and that other person's a longer person yeah like it's there's yeah. people going to going to at the end of the day, people care about and like will hear like something horrific happen and be like, Oh, I want to do something about it. But the moment it actually affects like their life yeah. and their like general like, oh, like, yeah. this might inconvenience me, eh, they tend yeah. not to do as much. And, and then I'm in the same And place. I think it also um kind of you know, sh- shows sometimes with, you know, uh, kind of more, you know, domestic violence, you know, sexual assault kinds of things, you know, people always say like, Oh, why didn't they just like get up and leave or whatever or you know, why didn't they like you know, tell everyone around? It's like sometimes you it's not that it's easy. So much it's more, more complicated, complicated than yeah. that. Here's the here's the thing with that is like a lot of those people saying that, and if it, 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 let's just say men in this case, because I'm sure women are saying it too, but in, in men in this case, a lot of like a lot of men haven't been in fights. A lot of men who get like who are like really tough something like that, like may never been like there could be a situation where there's a big guy, like comparative size of a of, of like a like a, maybe a taller man to you, yeah. like you're not big in stature by sure. any means. Yeah. Uh, so like. Like the, like the the fear of like someone coming and like hurting you. Yeah. You go like you'll fight to a point, and then you go, sometimes you might just go. 
okay, it's I safer can't. for me yeah. to Run. to play into this yeah. and to not. It's like the, you don't know what fucking. I don't, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I totally. I'm I'm so rapable. Yeah. I'm, I, I would be. I, I, yeah. I, I I'm passive. I mean, well, I, but then also the, don't do it, please. Okay. But then also the you know. Yeah, it's safe. Yeah. Sometimes like it's I I live, but I think be. you know specifically that you know kind of the more like you know d- domestic situations with you know whether it's molestation or or you know just kind of sexual assault with people who are like married or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like you know any sort of abuse like that. It's like well usually what kind of keeps those perpetuates those things is the victim saying, where am I going to go? Shit. I don't, I don't know anyone else. Or I like, you know, I don't have anywhere else I can stay. If I, if I leave here, like I'm, I don't have any, anywhere else. And like feeling like you were in that situation again, just like, I just didn't know what to do. And it all just seems so bad on so many levels. And I just wish there was something I could, something else I could do about it aside from just, you know, being someone who would listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the most fucked up thing about that is like, what's worst case scenario? Like like when you're saying like I want to move to Belgium, like you like what's the worst case scenario? Like that that happened to you. Yeah. Like the worst case scenario happened to you. I was homeless um, and sexually assaulted. Like there's the there, double whammy. Doesn't, yeah, that's yeah, it awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's go back. Let's go into your relationship a little more. And, yeah. Uh, sure. So yeah, back in America. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, back right. in America. <laughs> Just um, calm down, maybe a little bit at least. We yeah, we um, started dating. Yeah, pretty so, much. Well, so we yeah, we we'd been we'd, been, we'd kept talking like you know while we were abroad for pretty much the entire time. So it was uh, pretty well established. Like okay, I had already planned on coming back to the U.S. and then you know you you know kind of been looking for a job in Belgium that would give you a work visa. It didn't quite pan out, so you're like okay, um, I'm going back to the U.S. And then we were just like okay, well then I guess we should just keep dating once we're both back home. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, and then we did that. Pick, picked up kind of right where things left off, really. And ultimately, how long did you guys date for? The um, whole thing was about a year and a half. About a year and a half, yeah. So that's kind of usually what I you know quoted at if, yeah. if people ever ask. Uh, how long back in the states? Uh, it'll, it'll be no, a year no, then. It was. I think we started in November, and then we broke up the next October. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, and you guys have been friends ever since. No, no. <laughs> through a bad period. There, there was a good like two years where we basically just didn't talk. All right. Yeah. So let's get into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess. Well, there were, I mean, it's the thing. There were we all we did like a lot of fun stuff, like you know, in that year that we were dating. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I yeah. Like, we had a really great time. Yeah. Yeah. It took it, me to my first Sox game. Hmm? Was an overall good relationship. Like, it, it, well, I like, think so. Like, yeah. it, you know yeah. how you explained a relationship earlier when uh i think might have been off mics when we were talking about like the highs and the lows yeah and like it wasn't like one of those tumultuous relationships no yeah i think that you know i had a good relationship because this was my second like serious relationship i'd like you know like dated air air quotes dated girls in in high school but you know when i was like 14 or whatever and so that wasn't real you're a child yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so yeah the the uh girl i started dating you know freshman year that was the one we were talking about like you know the highs and lows where like you know when it was good it was you know great but then when it was bad it was terrible and we'd fight a lot and everything like that um that was my first real relationship and i gotta tell you it's been fucking affecting me ever since yeah i'm but, like i'm like a boxer who got beat up in the ring once <laughs> and now every time the other boxer goes to jab i like flinch you know so so i had something to kind of compare it to and we communicated really well yeah. and um we i think that was just a lot of it as we were really like, talk things out um and kind of you know, I guess, you know, getting to the theme of the podcast, like, you know, a lot of, uh, talked about a lot of sexual stuff and exploration and everything like that together very openly and honestly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then just, out, and then outside of the, you know, the bedroom just kind of were, had good 
uh, rapport with one another and could kind of just communicate really well. And I wasn't used to that. And so that was really nice. <laughs> and we, we like, you know, almost never fought. And so, yeah. So yeah. Did we ever parties. have, did we ever fight? Not really. Yeah. I don't even remember. We get like, we get like frustrated with each other occasionally, but it was never like a fight. Yeah. So, so she was talking about sex parties the first time that you guys hooked up. Yeah. Uh, or maybe like the, the next morning. Uh, when you were back home, yeah. Um, did you guys start experimenting in things of that sort? Did you guys? Well, so like, so these sexual these talks of sexual exploration yeah. did that eventually lead to like, hey, let's go to a swingers club? Or like, did you do this while you were dating? Or is this so we we were monogamous. Um, and then I brought up so so we got back together in November, and then I brought up let's you know like do you want to try this sex party out um there's one happening in january and so we talked about it and we were like you know let's let's go and just watch and just be with each other and see where it see where it goes and so we went um and i think we had a good time and yeah it was it was a great like having gone to a bunch of parties since then it was like an ideal first party to go to in what in what way oh sorry you're um, yeah, it, way, yeah, it it was um, it was you know slightly outside of the city, like a big house, and so there were a couple floors to it, and so the whole kind of you know first floor was basically like safe space for the most part. So people weren't just going to be like banging all over the Sa- place. Yeah, safe yeah, space yeah. means that there's no sexy times happening. Yeah, yeah. I figured, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then like the second and third floors were like where you know any sort of you know play you know activity happens and so it's just very nice to have like a nice big comfortable area where like if you need to kind of like you know tap out and say all right this is too much i gotta i gotta take a walk yeah you could you could do that yeah um and there was like enough space like we were able to just like you know kind of find a bed somewhere and it was just the two of us we just played with each other yeah but it was still a pretty different experience because most people are not in situations where like Oh yeah, someone could just watch in and watch us while we're having sex. Did and someone watch you? Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's... yeah, we watched other people too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's part of it. Yeah, that that seems like that seems like a common uh, first experience, at least like uh, going in and watching other the, voy- yeah. the voyeurism. Yeah, aspect. yeah. You go in yeah. as a couple and you kind of check it out. You yeah. kind of get a feel for Absolutely. things. How, how did it feel the first time when people came in and were watching you? I liked it. I kind of liked it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's a, like we were t- we were talking before about you know us both having you know somewhat you know performing backgrounds and everything. And I mean, well, you still perform, I guess. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Um, they start watching yeah. Juliet. You have a son. Yeah. <laughs> it was the swan lake of sex. But um, yeah, but just you know being on stage and like you know feeling like you're you know you're good at something and people are watching you and they're getting applause or whatever. Like you know like that feels nice. And yeah. then to have you know be you know fucking somebody and then have people watch and be like, it was kind of hot. Yeah. All right. Like. Yeah, that feels good. Yeah. That feels really to be affirming. Fair, when I, when you're yeah. in the throes of passion, you don't you I don't uh, notice when people are watching me because I'm otherwise preoccupied. Yeah, you're in uh, the moment. So, right. You're where you so, should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um I yeah, I, I don't get distracted by it cuz I'm not I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking for it. I, I, I would say I'm like distracted. Well, well, sometimes you, you can like, like feel. It's something that yeah. you're, you're not like, oh, oh they're watching God, me now. It's yeah. like you can feel like, I can feel somebody's watching me now. Yeah. And then like, when you feel that, do you kind of like, hit, you ham it up a little bit? Um, you... Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just saying like naturally. It's like, yeah. I, feel like I feel like this, all right, I gotta, give, I gotta really bring my A game now. I gotta, yeah. like, I gotta flex a little bit more. I, I feel, feel subconscious when my girlfriend looks at me. You know, like, <laughs> I can't imagine when somebody else is looking at me. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to be into, um, Exhibition, 
exhibitionism at least a little bit if yeah. you're gonna do I, this. I got a question. So when you first saw, like, when when you're talking about your first ex party, it was bringing, yeah. it was bringing feelings up to me of like when you first see some, like, like imagine like someone seeing me, like, but like when you were seeing when you first saw uh, sex, like. It's so much sex you see on the internet or seeing like movies, it's it's not like real sex. So yeah. when, you, when you see first sex, were you like were you guys together like looking at it like, oh like yeah, we're better than these guys. Like, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> you guys like went to an open mic and you're like, oh I can do this, you know, it's like something like that. <laughs> we're better than these guys. Oh no, I I mean I was just like, hey, you want to do that later? And he'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah. that's great. So you you can go and you watch. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. What yeah. they're doing. Boom. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely part of it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's well. It's. Um, I also I also like I would take the um, to your point. Like, am I better than them? It, it's it's a very um, non judgmental space. So yeah. it's less of like, oh, who's hotter than who or who's better than whom. Um, it's it's more of like, a, wow, they're really beautiful. Or like that's that looks really hot. Or yeah. I want to try that. Or wow, that's really not my thing. I'm gonna move on. You know, yeah, whatever. Like like, like 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 you would be like in, in like an art museum. You would never yeah, be like, exactly. well, I'm better than this guy. I can paint better. You know, you'd be like, okay, yeah. this is my thing. I'm gonna go. Over that, here that would be Adam going to a sex party. It's just like a, it's just a feast for his narcissism. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm like, how do I compare to all these? He's like, you're not even going to get turned on. You're like, all right, how do I compare to all these other guys? Oh here? my god, I would leave so depressed because everybody's so. <laughs> Everybody's so vulnerable, and that's that's one of the things I love about sex parties is that everybody is just their raw selves, and that's what I admire by it. Yeah. I, I admire it because I, I I don't I don't think I could ever get well, I, and at, at some point I will, but I I, be, I feel like I, I hope I'd be able to get that comfortable with myself. But I feel like to be to do that is to get at your most vulnerable. Like that was some... that was part of why I wanted to go in the first place was because I didn't know if like that was going to be my thing or not. But how often it's not often that you get the opportunity to even figure that out. Yep. Right. Um and so, you know, it's like you know, any sort of other sort of, you know, rare experience where like, I might like this, I might not, but when am I gonna have a chance to know that about myself am i gonna am i gonna think skydiving is awesome i'm gonna be completely terrified the whole time well you can't really know unless you go and do it okay yep. and if once you've done it you don't have to do it again if you hate it then okay fine you tried it you have an honest opinion now and so i was like this sounds really intimidating in a lot of ways but also like really interesting and like yeah kind of hot might as well check it out Oh boy, that was a doozy, huh? How about you let us know how much you enjoyed that one? Hit us up uh, at Gmail at don'tknowwomen at gmail.com. Please let us know if you have any questions, anything you just want to talk about. Uh, let us know how good we are. Let us know how bad we are. Uh, please talk to us. Uh, we're on Twitter at uh, don'tknowwomen. And uh, if you're on iTunes, listen to us right now. Take two seconds. Please review, subscribe. Be very helpful. Uh, yeah. Have a uh, wonderful morning. Um, night for all you out there that it's nighttime for and um just know I'm thinking about you all